I'm Phil Rickaby, and I'm a writer and performer, and I am also an introvert. And I'm Jess McCauley, and I'm a theater maker, and I am also an introvert, and this is The Introvert's Guide to... If you want to drop us a line, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at introvertguide2, the number two, and you can find the website at introvertsguide2.com. If you want to send us a message, you can do that through the website, or you can email us at introvertsguide2stuff at gmail.com. And remember, we may use your questions or comments on an upcoming episode of The Introvert's Guide 2. And if you like the podcast and you listen on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving a comment and a five-star rating. Your comments and ratings help new people find the show. But even better, whether you listen on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, if you know someone that might like The Introvert's Guide to, tell them about it. Some of our favorite podcasts became our favorites because someone told us about them. So I'm not even sure how to jump into this, Jess. Here's the thing. Actually, actually, here's my, I have a question for you. Let's get started with this question. Were you popular or one of the cool kids in high school? Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I should I should preface this. It's not that I wasn't popular. I was I I like to think that I was liked. I got along with people and I just I just chose not to be so socially out there. I had my groups. Uh each year I I I had a new group, except in grade 11 and 12. I had the same group of friends. Um, and, and those are the ones I carried with me into uh, in post-secondary. But I wasn't the socially out there person who was hanging around everybody, floating around groups. I definitely was in the background. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. About, were, were you? Oh, my God. <laughs> um What's the best way to say this? No, I wasn't popular. And I wasn't cool. Oh. If 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 there had been an internet in those days, I would have googled how to be cool. Oh. Wait, have you have you googled how to be cool besides doing research for this show previously? <laughs> no. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is going to be a good episode. I no, think. no, no. It's, 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 yeah. I mean, no, I, I, I definitely was not, I wasn't popular and I wasn't, I wasn't cool. Oh, why, why do you think you weren't cool? First off, I think people who are cool don't necessarily want to be cool. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I think when you want to be cool, you are most certainly not cool. <laughs> comes a little ironic right yeah, yeah yeah so the kids the kids who don't really give a shit about it but then of course they don't give a shit about it because they have it they are cool Ooh. now what makes a cool person cool i don't even know anymore i'm too old to know what's cool anymore jess i don't know these things oh that's right everyone everyone phil has recently turned the big no. yep the big 50 everyone he is 
he is not cool. He is now the the man that is going to be on his porch yelling at everyone to get back in their house because we. <laughs> I might just cut this part out. I don't know yet. So <laughs> I think but, we should keep it. <laughs> uh, you would think that. But I mean, here's the thing, because there's there was that attitude for for the longest time that you would stop being cool at 30. Mm-hmm. Right. And I remember approaching 30 thinking well i guess my life is over (laughs) won't be cool anymore and i've got no prospects nothing good can ever happen to me again because i'll be 30 and then you turn 30 and you're like huh that's not so different (laughs) it's not so bad not so bad i i came out when 13 going or i i was or sorry i i was young when 13 going on 30 came out that movie made turning 30 look so cool and if only I, it had any kind of fact to it at all if if only because 30 is approaching for me and mm-hmm. i don't know how i feel about it still but i'm i'm kind of in this whole i'm hoping it's not going to feel any different than my 20s i'm i'm hoping i still feel hip still with the kids Jess, oh, I'm not cool. I got to stop. Yeah, no. If you if you say things like hip and with the kids, you are most certainly not hip or with the kids. So, oh. I mean, that's that's just a fact. That's just fact. This podcast really this episode specifically is for you and me, isn't it? I guess so. I mean, the yeah. question one of the questions is like, like what makes cool? And it's like it's so hard to define, but you know it when you see it. Right. Right. I think cool is to be cool is someone that is on their own wavelength. They've got this charisma and, and just this confidence they exude it and they just don't care if you know that or not, they are so on their own place. They're not oblivious to the world. They're a little bit more attuned to it. They know how to navigate it with their own, with this, just this confident personality. Mm. I wish I had that. <laughs> is, is, is cool then really just, just confidence in who you are? See, cool is now, I, maybe it's, oh, maybe it is that confidence. Someone that's just secure in who they are. They they don't owe anybody an explanation about their personality. Hmm. Yeah. So neither of us was cool or popular in high school. Well, okay. Hold on here. Hold on. I think I was a little cool. Oh, okay. 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 I, I mean, think I was a little cool. I was, I was that teenager that still hung out in like... <laughs> in the smoke pit, but still like I was an intellectual as well. I see. I know that I wasn't cool in high school and I know I wasn't cool because I didn't know. I didn't know how to dress. I didn't know. I didn't know how to dress for cool. I didn't know how to act cool. And I didn't, I didn't know anything. Basically. I just, I wanted, I think I wanted to be cool too much. Mm hmm. And not knowing what that is. Okay. If this isn't, if this isn't too personal, did you, did you at least feel secure, secure in who you were as a person when you were in high school? God, no. Oh, 
Oh, okay. All right. No. <laughs> I was trying to give you some help here. <laughs> no, there was, there's like, when I was in high school, I was probably the most insecure I've been in my life. Really? Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Was it like that music video of Teenage Dirtbag from Weedus? <laughs> I don't know that I've seen the music video. I'm you, aware of this song, but I don't okay. think I've seen the music video. I believe that song came out after I had stopped being cool enough to watch um, much music or MTV or whatever was doing the music videos at the time. Okay, that is your homework is to memorize the lyrics to that. Well, I know the song. I just don't know the video. Oh, yeah. Okay, give yourself watch watch the video. It is based off of a, a movie with Jason Biggs. Okay. Yep, you've got homework now. Yes, ma'am. All right. Were you secure in who you were in high school? To a degree. Hmm. I I think I had a good sense of who I was. I didn't understand the, the bigger journey I had ahead of myself, though. Um, especially later on down the road when I started, you know, developing, you know, what I want to do with my career, what I want to <clears> do with my life. High school is way, way way back there in the past. Um, I had a little, I had some more growing up to do in that sense. But during high school, I very much did not care if I was popular or not. And I think that's something I had going for me. I definitely had a solid group of friends. And I also was very secure in, in, in being that nerdy person I, I hung out in the smoke pit, which there was quite a few uh, other students in there that played D&D, for instance. Mm. They were also gamers. So I was that I was that girl that had to defend herself, which later on down the road, I, I resented so much because I, I can't stand the, the fake nerd girl stare thing. That, that's bothersome entirely. So I had to defend myself wrongfully. Mm. That's not right. What were you defending yourself against about about uh, whether you were cool enough to hang out with the D&D nerds? Yeah, because it was so male dominated, right? Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had to keep continually proving I knew what I was talking about. And they would always at every given moment just wait to correct you if you got one minor thing wrong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think I was on a lot more pressure to get it right instead of just enjoying enjoying my hobby. Instead became this this laborious chore it was annoying here's a curveball question just we've been talking about cool but i want to i want to talk a little bit about being popular because the two kind of go hand in hand mm-hmm. cool and popular but the question is th- taking cool off the table can an introvert be popular Ooh. i think i think yes i think they can Okay. Okay. What, uh, what, okay. So what makes popular? Popular is that person that not to say every single person likes them, but they, they certainly have, um, they've got a good crowd behind them. They don't have to be friends with everybody, but they're certainly well liked by the majority. That's what I think popular is. They get a lot of support. To get a lot of people that want to be around them, that that want to have that 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 social interaction with them, 
I do think that can be in the introvert. I don't think it's the stereotypical person walking down the hallway going, Hey Jan, how's it going? Hey Terry, it's been a while. Like I, I don't think that's them, but I do think it can happen. It's interesting because to me, popular is not just, it's one thing to be, to be liked. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people can be liked, but to me, popular is a lot of people want to be around you. Mm-hmm. Which of course is a difficult position for the introvert to be in. Yes. In my mind, if I think about the people that were, that were popular when I was in high school, um, and it's strange because that's, that's where popular matters most, I think. Mm-hmm. It's high school and here it is for me. It's a very long time ago, but like popular sort of starts there. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so the, the popular kids are people that, that people want to go out of their way to be around. They are fun or they are something that draws a lot of people to those people. And that makes me wonder, like, is, can an introvert be that? It takes a lot of work. I would, I would say it, it goes Mm. back to our maintaining friendships episode where it's Mm -hmm. you, you have a lot of relationship management to do. If that is a particular role that you are willing to put on, then that, that's a high, what did you say? High functioning, a high functioning introvert, right? I, I guess, yeah. I guess. Me too. I, I'm just, I'm going to spitball here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. high functioning for sure. I know a few introverts that have that ability to do it. I am not one. Uh, it does take me quite a bit to get up the energy to hang out with a whole bunch of new people. I, I'm very thankful that I have the friends that I have and there's mm. people, acquaintances in my life that are super patient with me and they still want to be, you know, they still want to interact with me, which is awesome. But I don't think I could hold that role. I think it takes a certain introvert with a lot of with a lot of time management skill behind them to do it. I think it takes a lot of time. I wonder because now, I mean, I'm not going to say that I think that you're wrong, but mm-hmm. the idea of maintaining those friendships, I think that's outside of the realm of popular because hmm. that's seeking those and that's not cool. There's like this fine line, right? Of, of, of what is cool and the cool people who are popular because uh, they usually go hand in hand. And if you don't care, if cool is not really caring about being cool, mm-hmm. then popular is not necessarily caring about being popular. Then it goes back to our, what is the definition of cool? Because cool, maybe they don't care all the time. Maybe they do care all the time. I don't know. Maybe it, could, yeah. it depends on that person. Perhaps we're the wrong people to answer this question. Hmm. The idea of of popular mm-hmm. really sort of comes to the fore around the same time that um, Susan Cain points out the the rise of the extrovert and the the extrovert default in society, which comes around after World War II, heading into the fifties, which is both is also when uh, I guess in the forties, late forties into the fifties, when the concept of the teenager. Mm actually was born. 
And when teenagers became the arbiter of cool, because up until that point, there was no teenage years. You were a child and then you were an adult. Mm -hmm. And once you crossed that line, you were expected to behave as an adult and you were expected to go and get a job and just do adult things. Right. And so around that time when that happens and, and personality rather than the traits like, um, like integrity and quiet, uh, quiet integrity and things like that, that used to be the important things in society became and, 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 and personality became uh, to the fore. And that coincided with that. Um, and so that's when we start to see cool and, and high school students and teenagers being, uh, who decides what cool is? Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, the you know, keeping up with the kids, it's totally in reference to teenagers. That's who we would keep up with. They mm-hmm. define pop culture. That is the target audience. They do. Now, yeah. the idea of cool um, seems to probably originated um, in the jazz era. Mm-hmm. Also, there's the possibility that it was the opposite of being hot tempered. So you didn't want to, well, you didn't want some hot head. You want somebody with 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 a cool head on their shoulders or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then when when the jazz era, when people like really really like hot jazz in the 30s and 40s, cool was like cool cats played in the band. Oh yeah, absolutely. Everyone wants to be a cat. And some people have suggested that maybe. The idea of cool was something that originated with with jazz musicians of color mm-hmm. who were not treated so well. But the way that they reacted to that may have required a certain coolness so that they got paid and not ousted from the band or from the from the club. Right. But we end up with like this idea of cool relating to jazz and a sort of like a sort of um, laid back and reserved something, you know? You know, Phil, with your, you sound like you're giving a really good sociological lecture to me. Uh, yeah. You are cool right now. I've, thank you. <laughs> Take that compliment and run. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> This is the kind of thing that I would never have done when I like I I could never talk about that in high school. But anyway, it's I think around the fifties where like cool began to be something in like you thrown around on the regular, mm-hmm. and it coincided with the rise of rock and roll and that sort of thing. So hmm. cool was just was a thing, and 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 I think. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out if there was ever a time when when we didn't use the word cool. It's been around for a long time. Like since it was introduced, was there a time when we didn't use cool? And I don't know that there was. I think in the in the 80s, um, we tried to use terms like rad and um, tubular or whatever. And other words that were supposed to be introduced in pop culture by like Hollywood and stuff, trying to make the, like invent a slang that we were already using as cool. Cause I don't know anybody who used the words like rad or tubular or whatever else we were, they, that was in the movies, but it was always just cool. Yeah. It's just, it, we use it now. We've used it then. Oh, hold on. Slang use of cool for fashionable is by 19... What? Hold on. No, this is off. 
I actually wanted to look up to see if there was like an etymology for colloquial use of cool. I think there is. It's a very academic article that I may have passed by at one point and thought there's a lot there. Online etymology dictionary, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, they're, uh, let's see. Yeah. It seems to be mostly used for jazz circles starting in 1909. That's pretty cool. That's cool. <laughs> there we go. We should actually see how many times we use it and use that word. Somebody's going to come up with a drinking game. I guess cool is popular is something that you see, right? Mm-hmm. You can you know you can tell who's popular, mm-hmm. and you can you you know cool seems to be something that that cannot be defined other than the abs. I don't know, like a cool person would not care if they are cool yeah i suppose unless they were no longer cool i wonder if that's a thing like if you're like do people who were cool in high school wait a minute okay we're gonna i'm probably gonna answer the same people who were cool in high school are they now as adults uncool Ooh, yeah and if they if they if they've if they can think of the time when they they knew i'm not cool anymore like they woke up that morning and they were Mm. like "What, what happened to me I wonder how that's often. Good, yeah. That's a good question. That's a good Ooh. question. Ooh. Yeah. We're going to mm. have to get a survey for that one. I don't even know. Cause do people who used to be cool, who aren't cool, think that they're not cool anymore. And are they willing to admit to it in a survey? It, are there any of our listeners right now that are having some flashbacks of high school of their glory days? It's really difficult because when you were not cool, you certainly knew who was. Mm-hmm. And in fact, in, at a certain point, you know, you almost knew what the hierarchy was. Right. Just to take it out of the high school context, Jess, you and I work in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. Are there cool people in the in- entertainment industry that you are that you know of? Oh yeah, absolutely. There's tons of of fringe artists that are popular and cool all at the same time. There's lots in the in the storytelling community. Phil, I think you are one of those people. Well, thank you, because I don't think that I'm one of those people, but I will I will accept the compliment. Um, <laughs> what is it that makes those people cool? Oh my gosh, it's it's their it's that charisma on stage. It's just it's so captivating the way that they can hold the audience. It's it's something that me included, a lot of us go to these workshops to go better ourselves at it. Mm. Uh, and, and the better, and it's like, they don't even try. It's the fact that if they make it look easy, it's hard. It's hard to do what they do. Hmm. They have been working a long time at it, uh, just cultivating themselves and who they are. Uh, but they, they've just got it. You, you either got it or you don't. And just because you don't doesn't mean you can't have it all together. That's, that's my philosophy in keeping myself sane at this. Okay. Okay. So, so it is a certain charisma. Mm-hmm. that makes the cool people cool i would say so i mean like not even a certain it can be like that's it's a subjective term right it can it, it can be an umbrella term for so much i know some um, some pretty wacky charismatic people i know some pretty laid back charismatic people um either way they are cool mm. <laughs> they are very nice people too Another interesting thing is that I was thinking about about people who are consistently considered cool. Mm. And for the most part, they are musicians. Mm, yes, I agree. I married one. 
<laughs> Hollywood actors, for example, might be cool for a period of time, but they fall out. Right. There will be a period of time when they are no longer cool. They might be considered legends. They might be. They might be like they might be consistently working, but they are no longer cool. That's right. They're fighting for their relevancy, right? Right. Musicians have a tendency to be able to remain cool regardless of how long they're at it. What is up with that? Maybe, maybe. I mean, it's hard to say, but maybe it's a certain amount of, it's that charisma, it's it's mastery of uh, an art form, because if they get to that point, they have mastered a certain aspect of the art form. Um, and that sort of that sort of mastery is attractive to people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, um, those musicians, they act like they don't care about screaming throngs. Oh. And that is cool. That is pretty cool. Did we have anyone for social, by the way? We didn't have a whole lot. We didn't really have any people suggesting things for cool. A couple of people suggested um, that sometimes their kids think they're cool and sometimes their kids do not. But that tells me something about the age of their kids. Right. But we didn't get a whole lot in terms of in terms of the social media. And it might be because it's a difficult question to answer. It is. It, it, I mean, you want to answer it as honestly as possible mm-hmm. without coming off, you know, vain. Yeah. <laughs> or a little delusional, frankly. Yes. Yeah. You, you want to approach it with a sense of humility. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that a lot of people, like if they had a thought about it, they maybe didn't want to share it because nobody wants to say, oh, yeah, 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 I'm cool. Because if soon as they say that, chances are they ain't. Yeah, exactly. Me in high school, for instance. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I gotta, I, I'm going to interject here because did you ever go through a period of time when you tried to be cool? No, no. I, okay. can, I can actually full out say that I cannot remember a time when I went do you know what? I'm going to start doing things a little differently and see how people react. No, I just, I was pretty, I stuck to my guns. I knew I was a theater person. I knew I liked gaming and, and uh, RPGs and hmm. that was it. Good, good, good for you. Thank you. Thank you. It was tough in high school. I mean, like, you know, you had a lot of peer pressure and, you know, it's not to say I didn't go any, go through anything like when it hmm. came to my friends and, you know, again, peer pressure, but I really did stick to my guns. That's great. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come clean and say that I, uh, I did <gasps> try to be cool. How did that work out? It did not work out at all. Oh. It did not work out at all. What, what kind because of, did you formulate a plan for this? I would try a different hairstyle. I would try different clothes. I would try to act different. And... It all came off as very fake. And I mean, obviously, because it was. So it was hard to hard. You cannot manufacture it. Right. If you are not already cool and you are trying to be cool, that is not cool. Mm-hmm. You end up in the 80s. Let's say, for example, trying to behave like a character from a 70s sitcom. Oh. That's cool because you don't know any better. Can we name it? Can you give us an example? I end up trying inadvertently sounding like the Fonz, okay? Which is not cool. 
Oh my gosh, I need to hear this. No, you don't. Fortunately, <laughs> there are no records of such a thing because it predates the internet. Oh, I need to hear Teen Phil trying to sound like himself and the Fonz at the same time. That's, that's, oh. No. Dang it. No. So what about the internet? Okay. The internet did not prove to be helpful. There was one article uh, on Medium. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was how to be popular when you're an introvert, which there is that YouTube video floating around about how to be popular as an introvert. And it's Mm -hmm. with Keanu Reeves as the example. Yep. Okay. This article did the, took the exact same cues from that, the, the exact same points. So, Oh geez. They've like basically ripped off all of, all of the points. They did the exact same point. They, <laughs> okay, didn't even, okay. yeah, they didn't even quote Keanu Reeves in this entire thing. Mm, mm. Uh, and they even used the same C.S. Lewis. Um, right. Quote, Humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. Mm. Which, that's a great quote. I, I like that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. What's the number two? Number two is have a Zen-like presence. So I guess that's, tapping into that feeling cool but having a zen like presence is it takes a lot of effort to do that that's so specific to somebody like keanu reeves though oh exactly keanu reeves is so he is keanu reeves there is no other way to put this yeah yeah you, you cannot mimic that the man is oh man what is he the internet's boyfriend so true yes he is I would, there's the first point in the list, which is direct praise towards others, which is something that you can do pretty easily. A lot of introverts can be uncomfortable when praise is directed to them, if it is. Um, And the idea of being generous with that praise, if somebody says you did a great job, for example, Keanu Reeves will say, yes, but my director, I could never have done it without my director. Mm-hmm. Um, or the, you know, uh, the, the actor, other actors that I worked with, they, they gave me everything that I needed to be awesome in that scene there. I'm nothing without them. Mm-hmm. And so instead of like any praise that comes his way is sort of like in threat of, instead of deflected, it's reflected at the other, at other people as well. Hmm. And I mean, it's hard to call that a tactic to be mm-hmm. popular, right? Because that's, I I think having that sense of humility already is something that all human beings should strive for. Sure. We, we, we don't though, that a lot of us don't. And I myself have been guilty of that. Um, I just don't know if I would use that as a tactic to be pop. You know what I mean? Like I just wouldn't try to learn that to, for people to like me. That should be something that you do to better yourself as a human being. It's yes, but I mean the thing is that yes, that should better you as a human being, but also people like being included in good things. For sure. You know? And so you can, when you get a compliment, for example, just say in that awkward introvert, shy or introvert and awkward way, uh, thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could also say Thank you. Um, I wasn't going to wear it, but my friend Jess told me that it looked really good on me, and so I did. I'd never have worn it if she hadn't said that. Very true. And that compliments 
the friend's taste as well as the fact that you wore the thing, just as an example. Yeah. But the Zen like presence, just to just to 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 tackle that, I that's something you can just cultivate. You can't just put that on. Yeah, that's it's it, it not to say you either have it or you don't, but yeah, it, that's exactly the word is cultivate. You need to work on that. It takes a lot of effort, especially if you're not naturally Zen, to become that. But I want to say that that's not the that's not the only option here. Like, again, we have to take into account that this this medium article has basically stolen the points from a from a video specifically mm-hmm. about Keanu Reeves. And they're talking about why is Keanu Reeves so cool? Yeah. And Keanu Reeves has a Zen like presence, which is sort of like is also kind of mysterious. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's another reason why he doesn't take compliments or he doesn't take questions about him, his personal life. He deflects them as much as possible because he's a mystery. That Zen-like presence is sort of like a, a way that he protects himself from the prying eyes of the media. Mm-hmm. Well, for sure. He's got a lot of privacy to protect. Mm-hmm. I feel like number three, I have, again, they because they stole it basically from the video, mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. I already use a lot of hand gestures. I do not think that helps me in my search for popularity, though. No. (laughs) I don't don't know why anyone would think that if you use more hand gestures, it makes you more of that presence in the room. It it makes you more engaging. I would say that there's certain hand gestures that can enhance a story or take it away. I would say, though, if you are a person who tends towards uh, introversion, and uh, uh, possibly some awkwardness, you may not use your hands in a conversation if you tend not to. Mm-hmm. If you leave your hands in your pocket, or I've seen people who basically like they plant their hands like on their thighs. Yeah. And that's where they stay. That sort of deadens your voice. Mm-hmm. It deadens um, your, your body um, by adding some gestures. By allowing your hands to move, you you can liven up both your your voice, your body, the conversation. For sure, and just just as a side note, with that, you know, you and I as actors, we know gesture plays a huge part in a, in building a character. Mm-hmm. There's, Absolutely, there's too much there's too little, and then there's actually just finding the character's movement. And again, that as well takes a lot of work if you're not if you're not totally conscious about gesture movement. Sure. I I have one question for you though. When we record this, we record episodes like this. How much do you gesture with your hands? All the time. Oh, I am okay. very gestural. So do I. And yeah. that is because the only thing that we have to communicate with is our voices. Mm-hmm. And I know for myself, if I did not gesture with my hands, my voice would sound flat oh yeah no i don't i don't like not moving right and so hand gestures can make your make the the your voice more alive in a conversation and so if you are a person who doesn't make enthuse make any hand gestures consider it Mm -hmm. let let your hands go free and move them a bit you will probably find that Everything about your being 
picks up and livens up a bit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Now I would say the last two on the article, a kind of, it kind of pushes into that cool, how to be cool. Mm-hmm. Number four is embrace that you are introverted. So accepting who you are. Mm-hmm. And number five, be generous. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it, it, that humility and generosity, it does make you, it does tend to help you become more likable. Yeah. I mean, also, I mean, let's, let's face it. Uh, embrace the fact that you're an introvert, um, especially in, if you are getting a lot of, oh, you need to be more outgoing, you need to be this, you need to be that, that's exhausting. You can't yeah. easily change that about your personality. Whether you can or not, I think is up for debate, but you, it's not your natural state. And so if you're trying, if you're fighting against being an introvert, then you are not doing yourself any service. You're, you're exhausting yourself and really hurting yourself. So if you accept the fact that you're an introvert, you can better um, deal with, with anything that comes your way because you are just not, you're not trying to be something that you're not. It is shocking how much on the internet though. I, I typed in basic, you know, how to be popular as an introvert and a few other variations of those key words. It is shocking how many articles there were about how to not be an introvert, five ways to become more extroverted to be liked. That's sad. I think that is a very sad search. And if there are any introverts that are listening that have made that search, I appreciate where you are coming from to a degree. But exactly like Phil said, appreciate who you are because being an introvert is super it's it's incredible. I love being an introvert. It makes me feel unique and I am more affirmed in who I am. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're if you're fighting it, then you are always going to be second guessing your instincts. Mm-hmm. And you're not you're not being authentic. Exactly. And you know, I decided to flip the script. And I found a article on Lifehack that says 10 reasons why introverts are incredibly attractive people. And, okay, and there, okay. quite, there was quite a few points on here. They're great listeners. I should say we. We take care of you ourselves. Should say, you should say we. I'm, I'm, I'm secretly an extrovert just hiding amongst you all. <laughs> Gasp! No, no, I swear I'm an introvert. I'm one of you! Yeah. <laughs> um, introverts we take care of ourselves we know what we how to take care of ourselves we know how to recharge the batteries we may need help once in a while just to affirm in our decision that we need to recharge but nonetheless we absolutely make that time for ourselves we also take care of others too uh, because we know what it's what it's like to be on the outside looking in so introverts are a little bit more attuned to that now there's a lot of other great reasons on that article but I highly encourage those out there to make a list about why you love being an introvert and what you love about yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Should 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 we do that? We should do that. Okay, so we'll we'll do we'll do that and we'll we'll post it on Instagram. Did we learn anything? 
Uh, I learned that I am confident in who I am as a person now, as I was in high school. And I think that I don't know if I, I don't know if I strive to be popular, but I know that I do strive to be liked, if that makes any sense. Sure. Yeah. All right. What about you? Did you learn anything? Yeah. I, I mean, I'd learned that I'm a lot better off than I was when I was in high school in terms of, because uh, I know who I am now. I know, and I'm more confident in who I am. Mm-hmm. Do I wish that I was popular? Sure. But, you know, only on my terms. Right. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be, I want to be like, oh, you're popular. You have to come out to all these parties. I want to be like popular in that, yeah, I'm going to do my own thing and maybe I'll show up at your party. Yeah. But I guess that would kind of make me cool and mysterious. Yeah.